Why be prepared when you can do it on the fly? <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Or good afternoon. Or good afternoon for sure. <laughs> Wherever you listen. Yeah. And speaking of, thank you guys for listening. We just looked at our Spotify wrapped for the year, and we're just amazed that we have, yeah. first of all, that we have people listening. But Yeah, which is incredible. <laughs> and I'm Liz. I'm Naomi. And we are the Ron Galloway Girls. And That's right. Yes. Thank you so much for making the first year of the Ron Galloway Girls a successful a year, a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like looking at our Spotify, it just made me so like, I don't know, warm and fuzzy. Yes. And like, we have 20 people out there where we are their top podcast. It's amazing. amazing. And for 75 of you, we're in your top 10, which is yeah, like so incredible. Cool. Like, I know that doesn't sound like a big number, but like, it feels like it feels like a million people. You guys are just like incredible and yeah. we love you so much and thank you for like I don't know, paying attention to our little passion, which is yeah. just it's so fun. Just coming along on the journey with us yeah. and like we hope that we provide something that you know, helps you guys out and feel free to shoot us over with like all your questions. Um, yes, we want interaction. Yeah, super, email it's us, like Instagram. Super important to us. We love it. We have a great episode for you today, too. We are going to talk about the world majors because this week people found out whether they got in or didn't get in to both Chicago and Berlin. Yes. Um, and they're about a week apart or two weeks apart? They're, yeah, they're generally a week apart. It depends on the year. Okay. Um, because Which is, they're going to be two weeks apart this year because okay. the, so yeah, we'll give the dates of all of them, but this coming up this year. So just like London and Boston are between a week and two weeks apart, yeah. depending on the year. Okay. And then Tokyo is in March mm-hmm. and then the other major is New York in November. So we'll, we'll talk about all of those. So yeah. Um, okay. Whoops. I'm so, clicking buttons and messing things right. up. <laughs> yep, there we go. Yes. Oh, you're so, going to have to sign in. Yeah, I'll have to sign in here. So so uh, before we get started on the World Majors, yeah. we just got back Updates. from a 10K run. Um, nice and easy run because we are, um, you know, Naomi's still in marathon recovery and I'm in 18 weeks of pregnancy. But there was a 10K badge today on Garmin. And you know us, we love to chase the badges. And we were thinking we'd go out for about an hour anyway. So instead of stopping at an hour, which probably would have been 5.8, we went to an hour and nine minutes and finished that 10K. And it felt great. And then because we were on like a beautiful part of the trail, I was like, oh, let's keep going. And when we get to 10K, let's just take a longer walk back. So we did a 30-minute walk back. Yeah, which is a great walk. Which gives us an hour and 40 minutes on our feet of low aerobic base without like any risk, right? Even though, you know, Naomi's recovering from um, recovering from her marathon with my pregnancy. Sure, could we have done an hour and 40 minutes running? Yes, after that kind of hour and 10, we'd be at this greater risk of just kind of injury and fatigue. But transitioning that last 30 minutes to a walk allows us to gain all the aerobic benefits, all that low aerobic base without adding injury risk. And so remember, that can always be a way for you to tack on additional mileage before you're ready to tack on additional running mileage. And while we count it as walking, in the grand scheme of things, it is counted as 
part of your running. It can be counted towards your running mileage or at least towards your running fitness when you tack on walks to the end of runs because as long as you don't sit down, it counts. <laughs> right. So, so you can keep a run on if that makes you feel better about your distance. Or or stop it and then start and another start run. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we've definitely done that before too. Um, but we, we also like to count our walking miles as well. So, and just remember like don't fall into the um, comparison trap of comparing so-and-so's mileage with somebody else's mileage. Like I, until 2019, I had a lot of success being about 110 mile a month runner at peak, which I mean, literally at peak. So I was running, you know, 344, 341 in the marathon with you know, 100 mile months. So you can have a lot of success without going into these 50, 60, 70 mile weeks. Like you can stay at 25 to 30 mile weeks. You'll keep that injury, the you know, the risk of injury really low with a lot of specificity in your training. And then I think back to that time because I've been struggling to get like 10,000 steps. Yeah. Um, when I was doing that, I was also doing a lot of time on my feet coaching, which is walking back True. and forth. And so that's just where the benefit of cross training can really come in, adding walks, like we've talked about, that sneaky type of cross training. So, yeah. All right. So, so are we logged in or are you just, well, it's okay. I couldn't find my password on there. <laughs> no so we're going to start, we can just use my phone for the runner's word article. Perfect. But yeah, so we should start with kind of like, when are the races? Yes. When are and the majors? What are the majors? What are the majors? So, and why do you want to run them? Right. So the world majors are six races and soon to be seven. Maybe soon to be eight. seven. They're still working on which one or ones are going to join. Yeah. And why are they important? Like, why are they majors? And they are Abbott, um, Abbott World Majors, and they were they came together, and we're talking the biggest marathons, kind of the most, I, I don't even want to say prestigious, but I guess the ones with the most, like, global clout. What, and what they did was they had such great organization that they, yeah, they decided to kind of join forces and become the six stars. Like, when you hear about people chasing their six stars, their six-star yeah. journey, it's that you get each of these. It's a star towards this one, you know, kind of ma- major yeah, goal. another medal. A mega medal. Another medal. <laughs> and so those races are, and this is in order that they happen in a year. They are Tokyo. Yeah, so Tokyo will be the first Sunday in March. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be March 3rd of 2024. Boston. Yeah, which is the third Monday in April. So it'll be April 15th of 2024. London. London is is usually the, the next Sunday or the Sunday after, depending on the year. Yeah. So it will be April 21st, which is just a six-day window between yeah. Boston and London. And then Berlin, um, Berlin comes next at the end of September. Last Sunday in September. Uh, Chicago, Chicago, which is it's generally... This, um, it's the Sunday of Columbus Day. Uh, Indigenous People's Day. Indigenous People's Day. I'm sorry. Runner's World needs to correct their content. Well, legally, <laughs> so federally, it's, state state, federally right? it's still Columbus Day. But right. I also sometimes just call it that federal holiday in October. Yeah. So it is <laughs> October 13th this year, which means you do get a two-week window. Some years yeah. because of the... They're closer together, but it's most of the time. And then, and then New York, and New York is the first Sunday Sunday in in November. November. So yeah, so those are the the six majors. Um, And you know, running them, like, why do you want to run them? Like, it's it's just cool. 
Like, that's, it's just another cool thing to do. Yeah. It's just like chasing the 50 states, I feel like, although there's actually a medal. Or even with the Rock and Roll series, going after their double beat or their encore, or whatever they right. call their, like, multiple medals. I loved doing that because it was so cool to, like, finish a race and then, like, six weeks later get another medal in the mail. Yeah. For, like, doing that, so. I did that one. So when I was pregnant with Julian and did the half in September in Philly, I got the founding fog. Founding Fathers yeah. Medal because we had done Rock and Roll DC that spring. And yeah. then I did Rock and Roll Philly. And so I got a special third a I third got a medal. special belt buckle for doing Ragnars, for doing three Ragnars in a series. So doing series races, like that's really what this is just another kind of series. And and it's just fun. Like it's just something to go after. Now the coolest thing is with these six stars, with the chasing the six stars, is you don't have to do it within a year. You don't even have to do it within 10 years, years it can yeah. be it can be within a lifetime so I have two stars you have I have two stars two stars and you'll be getting Naomi got into Berlin, Berlin. so she's going to be getting her third star which is so amazing I am a I'm really sad because in 2020 I was supposed to get two more stars I was supposed to get Berlin and London you had and gotten were, into both yeah, and so it's really sad. I did run the virtual London, but I don't think it counts towards my stars. So that's but. yeah, it's really tough because oh, well. it's really tough to get into these races. Yeah. So like we're gonna kind of go through each oh, one and how do and you it get was, into each it one? It was so crazy because in 2020 I had a qualifying time for Boston, and they had just changed the standards. So everybody's like, "Oh, it's a brand new year of, of standards," so everybody gets in. And I did not get in. It was, um, you still had to be like two something under, and I, two minutes and 37 seconds, I think, under. And I had two seconds under. I was like, eee. And so I was like so sad and bummed. And then the next week I found out I got into London and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like. This makes and, up for and it. And my grandmother was still alive and living in England. She passed away during, like, during all the COVID lockdowns, not of COVID, but. Um, so it was like going to be a big thing. Anyway, so. Yeah, it's so just... It's, yeah, so it's really... It can be hard to get into these. Yes. We'll talk about kind of how to get into one, but it that's part of the prestige and part of the honor of doing the six stars or accomplishing yeah. them is not only that it's a series, but it, that it's um, a little bit of a... It's a challenge to get into them. Right. It can take years... Um, especially if you aren't a time qualifier, which I have not been for right. any of them. And so it takes, you know, it just can take a lot of, like, persistence. And so it's something that, like, you can just keep going after for right. a decade or two. And so <laughs> the time qualifiers are, you know, um, the hardest ones to get. The hardest one to get in is Berlin, right, for time qualifier? So yeah, I should pull that article up, too. Um Tokyo is actually the hardest, I think, Tokyo for men, is, because okay. they only have men versus women. They don't have age graded. So for oh. men, Tokyo's time is 232. Uh, wow. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You can be 70 years old and, and it's still 232. Is, it's 319. Three, yeah. Um... So it depends on your, yeah, so it kind of comes down to. So really, really the ones that like the general marathoner, like if you are not faster than 330, like the general marathoner that, or sorry, and this is geared towards women, sorry. We just assume most people listening to the Ren Galloway girls are women. If you're men. Although I think on our stats, I think it's only 60%. So oh, we better so, okay. So content. we got to start talking about <laughs> male content too, male running. So I would say general population runners, the ones that you can really go after are going to be Chicago mm-hmm. and 
Boston. Those are going to be the two yeah. easiest to qualify for. And we know Boston is hard to qualify for. Chicago is pretty hard, too. It's only 10 and, more minutes. And London, if you're a UK resident. Yeah, only. well, only if you're a UK <laughs> resident, you can get a good for age for London, which is, like, crazy yeah. that it's only UK residents. Like, I don't know. They should have, like, a, like a good for age lottery or something. I know. They should. Where you get two, maybe you get two draw two entries versus one. I don't know. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, you mentioned Berlin, so that would be the next one, because Berlin's good for age is up to age 44 is three hours for women and 245 for men. So Berlin's easier for men. So easier for men, but harder for women. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so so speaking of, so Tokyo would be the first in the year one, like we mentioned, it's it's Mm -hmm. in March. The application um, period for, they do have a lottery. The application period is usually in August. Yeah, so it looks like it's going to open in August, and then... Or that um, was last August, so yeah, yeah. so keep, kind of put it on your calendar for this coming August. They, if Tokyo is what you want to do. Now, Tokyo is one where you might just keep applying every year because the rate of Tokyo is the hardest one to get into through the lottery. It's right. about 2 to 3% chance but, that you're drawn. But then doesn't Tokyo have some great travel packages? with the? Because that's, yes. that's the other thing, these international ones. There are charity bibs, but there are also great international travel um, kind of charity buy your entry in ways to do these races as well. And they're, yeah, they're not charity. They're strictly um, tourist bibs. Tourist bibs, okay. And so for, yeah, so those, the tourist bibs are typically going to be for non-residents. So if you are a, for example, if so you're a U.S. resident. You can't you get can't a, Chicago a Chicago or a New York tourist bib right. if you live but in the U.S. If you're a U.K. resident, you're not going to be able to do the tourist bibs for London. Yeah. But if you're a U.S. resident, then London, you can go with the with the tour package. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it, I think, and then, you know, for these majors, the charity fundraising amounts are generally very high. I would say with the exception of Chicago and New York, those are two where, because they are such large fields, you can you can get in with raising under two thousand dollars for Chicago, and I think New York is under three thousand, which is really like when it comes down to it. When you're talking about Boston being upwards of ten thousand, London being for for U.S. charity. Now there are some U.K. charities that you can go through as well, um, but for team and training for London, it's up up for ten upwards of ten thousand as well. Um, one of the cool things, though, is if you are involved with a charity, let's say, and I, I only really know about team and training because that's what I've done. So I've done team and training for Disney and for Chicago and for Marine Corps and for other for and other as well, other races. Disney, yeah, Chicago. yeah, Naomi as well. I looped her into it. If they have a team going for London. As long as you are consistently fundraising and then you pay your way, like you would buy your inspiration ticket dinner or inspiration dinner, like you can be involved without being a charity runner for that event, if that makes sense. They're, of course, not going to arrange your hotel and things for you, but you can still be in, be part of the team because that's actually really cool. Like you don't have to be raising for that event if you've paid your own way, but you can still participate with right. the team. Or if you got a bib through the lottery. Which is really fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, what I'll do sometimes if I get a bib for a lottery for a race for that... for good for age. Yeah, yeah. For, but for a race that team and training has a big presence, and I don't have other friends going, 
and I'm fundraising for a different team and training race, I'll still participate with the team. And, like, usually they have a great bag drop spot or, like, a tent or something. Like, so you can still kind of, like, get the support. So that's mm-hmm. that's one of the benefits of doing charity running. And, like, another benefit I was telling um, – Amy runs DC on Instagram. She didn't get into Chicago and was really bummed. And like she was like, "Don't tell me to do a charity, like you know, because everybody tells her that." So right. I didn't. And then she posted she was doing a charity, and I was like, "I'm so happy you decided to do a charity. I didn't want to like be like you should do a charity. I've done it twice." But the charity row at Chicago is amazing. And Naomi told me they have a similar charity row in, in New York, York which yeah. is just incredible. We're basically, there's a mile where all of the charities are set up with their tents and they're all, you know, they're all out there to and um, cheer you on. When nobody you're cheers for you more than a charity. charity. Well, even if you're not charity running, like that's where the biggest cheers are because a lot of times, like, Obviously, this podcast is designed for runners or people who are already interested in running, but I guess we do have a lot of new runners coming for advice. A charity is a great way to tackle a new distance for the first time because you're going to be with other people who are tackling that distance for the first time with coaches who have a lot of experience at the distance. So you're able to learn from learn from the people within the charity group and kind of support each other along the way. It's not like when you're joining like a running group, otherwise where it seems like everybody has experience and you don't, like that's just not what it's like running with a charity. There's a lot, there's a whole depth of experience and knowledge like what like from beginners to very advanced runners very true it's a community that you're joining Mm -hmm. in addition to the fact that you're fundraising for something that you that means a lot to you that you're passionate about right and there's lots of great charities out there like I chose team and training because I have a connection with uh, blood cancers and I just really love that I'm such a science nerd and I love the work that they're doing yeah they're actually really making an impact in this in the community and they're such a huge organization that it sounds like when you put percentage against each other, it sounds like not a lot, right? So 72% of the funds you raise go directly to impacting blood cancers, right? Right, Like research and advocacy and all this, like direct impact. So it's a 27% overhead cost. But when we're talking about a billion dollars, I don't think that's the actual number, but multiple millions, that's a huge impact versus some of the smaller charities, they're like 90% go. But when they're talking about a budget of you know, maybe a million, like you're going to have a much bigger impact because when you come together, it, it just goes further. Does, does that kind of make sense? Yes. Like oh, yeah, large for, organizations can be like, there's a benefit to, to having right. a large organization. Because yeah, the research can be really expensive. So it does right. take a lot of funding, a lot of capital to make those right. changes happen. With Whereas like if you're raising research. for like a really small charity, like yes, it will make a huge impact, impact with in a few that people small or, thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would love, I would love to, you know, get people to raise money for my child care center. Exactly. But again, we're going to help 270 people. Right. Which is great, great. and amazing. It's your local and but amazing. But like instead it could have a global impact. Exactly. Like your dollar can just go further with yeah. a large charity. Very true. So. Yeah, so that so, is one way to do the, <laughs> so to do the races. So yeah, so we'll um, we'll circle through each of like the the ways oh, yeah. to get into. So like Tokyo, like you said, there is a general lottery. There's th- basically there's there's a whole bunch of ways to get into Tokyo. 
But again, they all have really small percentages of actually getting in. So this is a general lottery that's in like August timeframe. So mark your calendars for that. They also do six um, run as one global virtual run series throughout the year. What it is, is you have about a week to complete usually a half marathon distance throughout a week, which means you're only running, you know, 13 miles over the course of a week. You do have to download RunKeeper, the ASICs app, and they have to be done through that and they have to be outdoor runs, I think, because it has yeah. to, like, you can't do a vert. It has know, to be GPS. It has to GPS track yeah. it. Those six different times throughout the year, um, they pick from the entrance. They'll pick about 50, or it is 50, that they'll pick. They'll pick 50 winners, so getting a guaranteed entry, and usually, like, at least 2,000 people enter each of those. Oh, so, but again, it's that's like actually another a pretty chance. good chance. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's one of the ways, if you're not, a 232 or a 319 runner. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they have a separate lottery for people who live within Tokyo. But so it's so generally Tokyo is one of the hardest because your overall chances are, are 2 to 3%. But like look around, look at the run as one series as an additional chance because 50 out of 1,000 or 2,000, like if you add those up and stack them together and do, if you do all the virtual challenges, by the way, it's a charity. So the Tokyo Run is One is a charity and you're donating usually like some number of yen that equates to about like $11. Each time that I did it, it was like eleven dollars. I, I did like three bad. of them last year, thinking maybe I'd get into the twenty-four. Of course, I didn't get in, and so I'm like, well, now at least I'm doing Berlin. Um, but you kind of keep trying at it with yeah. these bigger ones that have these smaller odds. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. So Tokyo, you'll keep probably plugging away at it unless you do the unless you want to do the international tourism one where you might be plunking down five thousand dollars to share a room with someone or ten thousand right. dollars. So it might be quite expensive and you especially if you're planning to go with like your family you don't necessarily want to do the shared room like option that'd be great if you're just thinking you're just going to go I think to run though it. I think though sometimes with these races I think so many people do think of like oh I'm going to make a big family trip out of it which is awesome but I think you just Here, have to. I'm trying to, yeah, I get to the next thing. Go ahead, yeah. Which the family one? Trip. This one? Oh, I think the we should look entry? at London next, London? right? Okay. Because we'll talk about Boston in between. Um, but right. yeah, like you're saying, a family trip out of it. So making a family trip. trip out of it can actually add a lot of stress. Like I mm-hmm. actually really prefer my runs to be run run trips. Runcations. And where like the focus is not Race seeing stations. the city, the focus is going for the race. Like that's just me personally. Me too. So really take really take stock in like How what's do you the do goal? How do you really want to do it? Because I think that sometimes doing it solo on a on the cheap or doing with another runner like more on the cheap that really makes the race the highlight versus right. the city the highlight and then you can always come back and look at the city and like go on a vacation otherwise a different time a different time i agree I, yeah like, ideally i would do all the majors with you and we would just go yeah. and be, it would just be the two of us but like that's just not how things work out unfortunately right. so, like for new york we did make it a vacation for our yeah. family Plus, our my family lives up there, so like we took our kids. We did the Museum of Natural History the day after. I like to do my big walking around thing the day after the marathon, the Monday. Yeah. So for Philly, we did the same thing. We just we did museums the day after. Um, the Saturday, I like to try to chill out in my room a bit. But so you know, you can still make a family trip, but it's right. not like for Berlin. It's we're not going to take our kids. But like the, the domestic it. ones, like that's one thing when you're doing right. like domestic. But when you're doing these international ones, you're also dealing with a time change, which oh, yeah. can be really difficult on children and family. And then you know, I, I, not so much like recently, 
because Brian is amazing and I took him to Boston and he was incredible and supportive and he knew that it was about my race and like it was great. Um, I I know that sometimes the people not running are kind of like, well, why am I here? (laughs) Why am I here? What's in it for me? Oh, yeah. And so that can be that can be challenging even when they're supportive, they don't understand. They're tagging along on yeah. something that's, uh, again, it's a racecation. You're like, hey, Saturday we're spending the whole room, mm-hmm. the whole day in the room. And they're like, oh. Right. And so, yeah, so like for Berlin, because that's, my, my I was actually, I can't trip out of it. Yeah. Um, it's near our 15th wedding anniversary a few weeks before that, August 30th. Yeah. And we and he's going to do the 5K, right, the day before? He said he doesn't see one. I'll have to look. He oh. But I was like, all the Abbott more majors have a 5K. Mm-hmm. I'll look for it. I said, your other option is in Berlin, they have the option to inline skate the whole course. He should do that. Really? Yeah. It's the only major that has that. I think it's the day before. And you can inline skate. The whole course. That is so awesome. And New had, goal. Oh my gosh. And he was a speed skater. Oh my gosh. Skates. That's exactly in what I want to do when I do Berlin. I want to skate it the day before and then run it the next day. That's they, my goal. You have to register, and I think they have like 8,000 participants. Oh my gosh. Running. I'm so yeah, in. That's your thing. I'm he so was a speed in. Speed skater. So I think he should do uh, that. I'm going to try to so yeah, convince him to do that. Yeah. But, um, so we are making a trip of it because. You know, if yeah, maybe if I had like a buddy who was yeah. going, maybe I would look at it being a, a girls' trip. But it, he, for us, it will be a special like vacation. I think it's also he understands because he's a runner. Like yes. I think to bring your kids, it would be like, why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we at an expo? Like, you know, we like we like went to this city and my Wi-Fi doesn't even work or something. Yeah, like. my kids like love it because they are used to it. Drive, yeah, being dragged to the expos and stuff. But, um, and getting free stuff at the expo. Yeah, true. But there's still, like, Expos are great. I'm not spending, a no, I'm not spending $1,200 a ticket on my kids no, for that, I, for that I, trip. That was the main I'm thing when so I looked at pricing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad like, that you decided to do that. And, like. Right. I'd already decided that because of the, because of the travel, too. Like, the jet lag. And yeah. the fact that it's a 12-hour journey each way. And that's just a lot for these kids. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, again, like you said, domestic versus international. And another way to do it is if, like, you really did want your family to experience it, right, have them arrive the day of the race. That's interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. So you go ahead, do the race stuff, have them fly in the day of the race, and then leave a week later. Yeah. That's a good way to do it if you can take the time off. uh, Well, and if your partner can bring the kids. If your partner, yeah, wants to do that by (laughs) themselves. Can bring the kids by themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, should be able to. should be able to. (laughs) Hopefully. Right? Right. Um, so, um, so, oh, so, so after Tokyo is Boston. Boston. Boston doesn't have a lottery. Yeah. Boston, but it's like either 10K, like charity. you got to do a charity. There are these mythical things called beer bibs. Yeah. They're mythical. I don't know and how people get bibs. them. And corporate bibs. Sponsor bibs. If you know someone. So. <laughs> so you got to know someone. I mean, somebody said there's always a way into Boston. Like, someone told me that. And I, I kind of tend to believe it. Like, knowing how many people have been so close to qualifying not and didn't get in and then were able to get like in. A either a corporate bib you or a sh- beer bib or whatever. Usually, like, so it used to be John Hancock who sponsored it. This mm-hmm. year it's going to be Bank of America, I believe, uh-huh. took over, which now they released their colors and it's like the blue and red blank of America you know American color flag colors for the jacket 
And so I think if you Bank of America is the sponsor. I think it is this year. I might be able to get a spips. I could get for a twenty five. I was gonna say I could get a spips too. I know some we should do it. people within Bank of America. Yeah, me too. I have some connections. Me it too. helps being in the finance world. Oh my gosh, we should we should just and get gifts for twenty five. We should just get twenty five bibs. We're doing right. it. I think we better yeah. do that. Because we don't know. Because if we could qualify. be cute. We could just be cute in Boston. There like that could be our goal. I think we to should be cute in Boston. Yes. New plan. New plan. Because we don't know full time qualify before that. So we should you're Right. Let's just go get. I mean, we won't I think time we, qualify before that. We might before twenty five. Oh, before right. six, we might before. So right. we should look at getting twenty fives. If we Wait, don't get no. twenty five, we'll get oh, twenty six. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So we should look at getting. We're not 25. even going to run a marathon yeah. before right the for, qualifying before window. Qualifying so we should, and if we don't get them for twenty five, we'll get them for twenty six. Mm-hmm. So let's go start talking. Perfect. Let's American find. Contacts. Let's find out how to get some bibs for either twenty five or twenty six. Because those are years you can do, right? Those are the two years that it doesn't fall on tax day. Oh my gosh, that'll so be those amazing. Are the two years I want to like I want to run one of those two yeah. years because it's a week after. Oh my gosh, that'll be so amazing. We should definitely try to do that. So, Yay! So, Boston, so yeah, Tokyo is technically the hardest, but Boston is one of the hardest because of these, you know, either time yeah. qualifier or um, you know these other kinds of ways to get in are very can be very. Um, just barriers to entry, like but, the I charity mean, or knowing people. Boston, it's <laughs> it's a great race. Like, we've talked about this. Don't get super hung up on, like, it's Boston or bust. Like, it's great. But there are it's so many great races out there. <laughs> there are so many great races. Um, London. 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 So this one's <sighs> another one that has, okay, this year, let me pull up the stats. They had, I think it was 487,000 people into like the lottery. It's like 1% It's 2%. It's 2%. 2, two, two to 3%. And I was so lucky in 2020 to be able to get in. And especially after missing, like, having a BQ, not being able to get into Boston, and then being able to get into London, I was, like, so excited. But, you know, things happen. Someday Life I will happens. run through the streets of London. Um, but again, London does have charity spots and they have travel spots. I, I want to say I looked at the charity spots and this was a couple years ago. It was three to $4,000. It wasn't huge, but and actually travel. travel isn't super expensive either, especially most of the major international airports in the United States fly direct to London. Mm-hmm. Um, I know JFK flies direct. I know IED flies direct, um, so, I mean, granted, those are the two airports I care about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The and then there's also, they also have an Iceland stopover, which I was trying to tell Naomi they have that for Berlin, too. I was like, you should do the Iceland stopover. If it wasn't and mini-tax. And do the Blue Lagoon. If it wasn't, well, we're going to do Iceland as a family trip anyway. Oh, okay. So, I want to go to Iceland so badly. Yeah. So. It's on our, like, it was, I had looked at doing it last year, and then, yeah. but we figured we'd wait another year or two until the kids are older. But yeah. it's on, it's a not, it's a direct flight. It's not super far for us. It's like five hours so it's I've also also heard that some of these like if you keep entering multiple years in a row that eventually you get in like seven or eight times like it's like seven or eight years in a row like by that eighth or ninth you'll get in it's still the odds though but yeah, yeah generally that is how it works so like um you know, the thing is that what's happening too is like a lot more people are marathoning, tr- are marathoning and trying to get and in trying to, get to the chase majors. the yeah, chase the majors. So, so yeah, for for London, I think it was four hundred eighty-seven thousand people applied this year for less than forty thousand, you know, lottery spots. Um, I, I feel like the, also the majors are getting bigger, which is nice. They are they expanding have. the field size to accommodate the growing boom of marathon running, with, which is great. Yeah, with the exception, like we talked about a few pod episodes ago of Boston, because yeah. of the sh- the narrowness of the streets or whatever, but. Like right. Boston, the time qualifying applicants went from 
23,000 people who, who time qualified to 33,000 people who yeah. time qualified in just the one year. And that's where, you know, you had to have, what was it, five minutes and 29 mm-hmm. seconds this year yeah. of a buffer. So it's, even if you time qualify, it's really hard. And the 3,000 charity entries, of course, they say about 80 people apply for each five entries. Yeah. Um, Which is a lot. Yeah, so we definitely have to talk to some Bank of America. We're going to have to talk to some people. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, maybe with our podcast clout. <laughs> Right. Now that we're just, you know, now that that 75 whole people listen, we have us in their top 10. And um, so, 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 entering for London, entering and draw or entrance is in in October, September, October. It's, no, um, no, we, we found out in October. You find out in October. So we, That's we right. entered in. Um, do we have the date on there? This is about to enter. I think you enter in July or August, I believe. Um, I'm to go find the date. So, and they again have like a separate lottery for international versus um, residents of the UK, um, which you know just because that helps you know. And the the entries are open for about a week, so people will, will post. Some yeah, we'll post when things open too, so you can always check our stories and check our Instagram to find out when these things open. Um, so London uh, is very difficult to get into, but everyone I know that's run it has loved it. So right, so so um, yeah, so we'll have to post the dates. But I think it's August, and then you find yeah. out in October whether you got in or not, which is like basically just enough time to train, right? Like to recover from a fall marathon and train for a spring marathon. True, it's close. Like it, yeah, it really is. Um, and then so next then up, next is Berlin. Berlin so, and Berlin. The uh, the lottery window was in October again. They have it's open for a couple weeks that you can yeah. enter, um, and then it's usually open. So that one's usually open right after Berlin happens mm-hmm. in October. Then you find out in um, December. Yep, and this, which is nice to find out almost a year before the race. Like, yeah, to find out nine months before that's really really nice. Yeah, it is versus so much finding time. out in October for an April race like that's pretty short. Yeah, and this year they said they had a record number of applicants for the lottery. The applic- the um, acceptance rate was around 20%. Okay. Um, well, and in years past, Berlin has a team function, and it used to be if you yep. entered as part of a they team, still do. you had a higher chance of getting in, but it seems like this year the teams didn't have that. It seems, so. it, well, in some um, unscientific polling that Robert Wang does, who, by the way, if anyone's interested in doing the majors or has done one or is doing one, Join on Facebook. There's a group. It's the Abbott World Majors group. Robert Wang is the moderator and the, like, guru. He puts up so much content. It's like a Mm full-time job about each and every one of the majors, and he has so many tips, and it's a great Facebook group. He also used to be really active in the Disney groups. Yeah. Yeah. And he had to, like, focus his time because it's, like, expensive to travel all these races. So he's... He's, like, been doing them all for years. Um, So he did polling, and he said the team entrance... Received about, you know, about 30% of them got in. But he said typically before the pandemic, the acceptance rate was about 40%. So it has more people have been applying again for the majors. Um, They also offered this year a training package. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you would pay for the training package and have guaranteed entry. And I think it was more like, you know, five or six hundred dollars instead of or euros. That's kind of nice. Instead of the two hundred euros application. I mean, you have to think that's actually kind of a good deal for training as coaching. Deal. Like, and it was a, and yeah, it was a whole, full coaching plan. Yeah, a full that's really coaching nice. Season. That's really nice. Like, that's I, I thoroughly support races that want to include things like that because, as we've talked about it, 
I think that one of the worst things that happens is people underestimate the difficulty and the challenge of a marathon because, quote, everybody's running marathons. It feels like it. And I think that respecting the distance is really important and being properly trained for a marathon is super important and it's dangerous to not be. So to include these training plans is really, really great. And, you know, sometimes putting a little cash on the line is oh, yeah. good. It's a good motivator. motivator. You're like, I need to do this because I paid for it. Yeah, and if you're using a training plan and you're checking in with someone, I don't know yeah. the specifics of their training plan, yeah. but I know some people, I saw some people who had re- registered that way. Yeah. So they registered that way in advance instead of the lottery. And the okay. same goes for the charities with Berlin and with, like we were talking about with Chicago, with some of these, if you do the lottery in advance, you'll have a lower fundraising goal. And right, with, if you do the charity advance. So what happens is you have to commit the to the charity mm-hmm. in advance of the lottery. If you, and then you're in, you have a guaranteed bib. You have to fundraise that amount. Um, there is wiggle room if you end up not taking their bib. You're not committed, right? So you are guaranteed a bib, but you actually don't get issued your bib for a couple of months. You're only, you only have to raise that amount if you take the bib. Now, if you also enter the lottery uh, and get in through the lottery, you can just drop out of the charity. I wouldn't do that. It's not nice to them. But if you wait until after the lottery results, usually it's about $500 to $1,000 more for the charity. So that's the way I've always done Chicago is um, back when we did it, we did 2018 Chicago. 2018. You did 17 and 18, and I did 18. Yeah, so we did 2018 Chicago. I did 2017 as well. We did the team and training, which it was $1,000 for the the race entry to raise, and you have months to do it, whereas if you wait until after the lottery, it was $1,500. So it was it was and, nice. And yeah. you get like we said with the charity running, you get a lot of support and it's really it's really great and fun. Yeah, and Berlin has relatively another relatively low um if you want to do a charity slot, you know, a lot of them are like $2000 or less to raise or euros, I guess, because mm-hmm. there's probably a local charity. But again, the catch is that you have to commit before the lottery. Right. Because they they do quote sell out. So the right. charity slots get taken, picked up. So if you know you want to do Berlin, and you don't want to rely on the lottery, like you're just like, you right. know what, I'm doing Berlin 2025, it's my birthday or whatever, then just go ahead and sign up with a charity. Something else cool about doing the charities is sometimes the charities will have an option that include a hotel package. Yes, you yes. fundraise a little bit more, right? And usually the hotel package, the charity is given the hotel at maybe 30% of cost. So I know for Disney, I've done it with the hotel package, and I calculated that I was really only fundraising over the cost of the the actual cost to me of the trip. I was only fundraising fifteen hundred extra dollars. Everything else is what it would have cost me to stay at the hotel anyway. So sure, you're fundraising quote four thousand dollars, but it's you know going to be twenty five hundred for the hotel or and you know all the stuff that you get anyway or maybe you know 
It was it was like a, it's yeah. like almost like a deal. It, and yeah, it's, it's sort of like doing the tour and, packages, and but. it kind of like takes the pressure off. You don't have to worry about your coordination, and like it's just nice. It's also nice to stay at the same hotel as other people from the charity group. So. Yeah, I do need to tell Ken because he applied as a pacer for Berlin. Uh huh. Um, so Berlin 24, 2024 is the fiftieth running, so it's super exciting. Oh, that's, that's why more so people. Exciting. That's why more yeah. people applied, and I'm super excited that I got in on that year. But um, he is now a part of Achilles. The, oh, international. International, and they are one of the sponsored charities. And um, and then, again, there's tour operators. So, again, if you have a set on year and you're like, I have to do Berlin this year because it's the year that blah, 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 and you just you just want to – or it's, you know, you're just wanting yeah. to get it out of the way or something, then go look at the tour operators because, again, they're going to be a pretty good deal. It's going to be more expensive, but it's a sure thing. Yeah. Um, so the next race is, of course, Chicago, and we've yeah. already we buzzed just, about it. We talked about Chicago. Chicago's great. You can probably still get a spot right now. 1750 is what I'm seeing for the charity slots. Right. I got to tell you, that's easy to raise, especially if you've never raised money before. Okay. It's very doable. Here's how you do it. Ready? That race entry is $200. So you're going to start off, you're going to pay $200 yep. to the charity, right? For your bet. Because... That's what you would have paid it anyway. So now you only have to raise $1,550, right? And then you're going to post just every day, and you're going to ask people, $50 here, $20 there. You're going to have a yard sale. You're going to – a yard sale is going to be 300 bucks, right? You will be you will knock out $1,500 so fast. I know that sounds crazy, but trust me, trust me, it's not. It's easy. $1,500 is not a lot of money when you're asking people to give it to charity. It is a lot of money when you're, like, trying to save it yourself for something. But, you know, and also, like, okay, it's also $100 a month. Like, you if also you have a really lot of time. pay for it. You have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Chicago's not till October. Right. So you do Super Bowl squares. You do something each month throughout yeah. the year. And you'll have, you'll be able to chip away at it. Um, Chicago is one of the easier lotteries. In the past, historically, it's been almost a 50% um Guaranteed, like if you and apply, this year was like thirty. This something? year was about thirty. So it has again. Everyone's interested. Everyone's jumping yeah. on the bandwagon to get I these majors. I think because of, for a the few pandemic. years there were no. Yeah, we I had think that's a, probably yeah. It. We had a shutdown where people weren't racing, and so now people are back and excited. Um, and so Chicago, the application window was again. It was like right after the race itself. Ooh, it's the forty sixth in Chicago. We should look at doing fifty for. Oh Chicago. yeah, we should take a look at yeah, yeah in four years. So fun. So it was the um you know so it. Mid-October till mid-November was the window to apply. So put it on your calendar if you want to just throw your name in the lottery. It's like, you know, if you get in, great. And if you don't get in, great. Like, unless you, you know. And then New York. And then New York. So New York has a couple of different ways. Again, they have a lottery. The lottery is about, I've heard, 17% chance, something like that. It's usually, that's like, you know, it's somewhere between 12 and 17%. So if you apply seven or eight years in a row, you'll hopefully get in. It that's that's a long time to wait seven or eight years. So again, you might want to look at charities. They do have a great program if you're local to the city. They have the nine plus one, which is you run right. nine of the New York Roadrunner races and then you um, volunteer for one. Um, so that works great for local people. But you know, naturally, if you're not local or if you don't want to travel to nine to do them nine times, nine times into, into New the York city. city. Then, you know, you're probably looking at lottery, charity, um, um, or... I think the charities for New York are around 2500 to 3000 too, mm-hmm. which is still pretty doable, especially if you haven't... 
if you haven't raised funds before. And remember, New York is a race that costs over $300. So you get that ball rolling. Right. Put 300 in as your Exactly. And a lot of people, that's a mistake a lot of people make at the very beginning of fundraising is they post their fundraising thing with a zero amount. You've got to get the ball rolling because otherwise, because yes, it is work to fundraise, but it's not that much work and you were going to pay for the race anyway. So like that's, that's my thought on it. Yeah. And the New York lottery window opens up in, um, in late February. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, that's the next one on the calendar now. If you are yeah. starting to starting on your journey, go ahead and put it on your calendar that February 28th will be the entry window. Yeah. Um, you've got three weeks enter? to enter. For, no, because it's for 2024, and we've got Richmond. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to enter for New okay. York this year. But, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, run all the races. I know, right? Here I am, like, <laughs> going to be postpartum. I'm like, I want to run, run them all. I want to enter all of them. I know. Well, so it's, bad. It's, again, it's like no harm because the likelihood is going to be that like yeah. you have a one out of eight chance. I only entered it three times. I mean, yeah. it was my third that I got in. So, um, you know, yeah. you never Which know. Like you might, and with Berlin, I think this was my third time entering or something yeah. like that. Maybe, maybe only I second. Had, I had gotten in I for 2020 as well. And what was crazy is in 2020, the races were off in the spring, but they moved them all to the fall. And so like the way that it had like lined up or Berlin was always in the fall. The way that they, when they moved but London they moved to October around. 4th, I was going to be flying to Berlin, running, and then flying to London and running. Oh my gosh. Like that's From how Berlin. Was, that's, because of COVID. Yeah, that's yeah. how it was going to be working. Like, had COVID only lasted through the summer, like they thought. That's but, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it did not. We're, we still have it. <laughs> exactly. So that's so, the six majors. They are yeah. adding Sydney. And or um, Johannesburg, South yeah. Africa. So, which oh my gosh, I would love to go to Sydney or Johannesburg to run. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Those will definitely. I mean, what's cool is though, if you already are on your journey, if you have two stars or three stars, yeah. like we do, you are okay. You're still gonna get your six star medal. They're not gonna make oh. you. Um, yeah. So if you're already on your journey and they add it, and you have three or four, however many stars, you're okay. You don't need to worry about it. You're still gonna be an, a six star finisher. Okay. And be able to finish the once six star. you finish your six. Yes. Now. If you finish the seventh, will you get the seven star medal too? Probably. You probably That's will. Cool. Oh, and one other thing too, there is another way. They just added this this year. If you are a three, four, or five star finisher, there is a secondary place within the Abbott World Majors where you know they track it on their website. So you go in there and you apply into that lottery. Right. To and I think you can get Boston that way. Yes, you can. So, so for people are, who are so far away from qualifying for Boston, they can leave Boston as their last one. Um, and, yeah. Exactly. So if yeah. you have five stars or four stars, just you can start to you know qual- get your lottery in for Boston, even though you wouldn't normally be able to get a lottery for it. And yeah. so, um, and that, and Tokyo, that's awesome. because that's another really hard one to get yeah. into again. So Tokyo, London, and Boston will be the ones that will be the hardest to get in. And they will have that option for you once you hit three, four, or five stars. So, so after Berlin, I'll be yeah. able to actually throw in my name for those as a lottery. That's awesome. That sounds so fun. Well, hopefully you like this episode about, uh, you know. How to run the world majors. How to run the world Or majors. how to get into them. We'll have how to, to get how to into run them. them as we I know, I know. And, you know, we, we really need to talk about, like, spring 
spring training and and how to run through winter, what to do, how to make friends with your treadmill. Uh. Um, <laughs> you know, you've been doing a great job. I have been, you know, I've I have been really focused on spending a little time on my treadmill. So these are all things that we'll be talking about in the second year of the Run Gallery Girls podcast, Yay! which is amazing. So thank you all again for listening. Yes. And remember, uh, please. Follow us where you listen to podcasts. Please open up other podcast apps and follow us there, please. Um, <laughs> rate like us. us. Rate us. Please give us five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, like maybe just don't give us, like don't review us, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and feel free to re- like, and leave a review Please leave comments. a review and a so comment. We'll it on the air. Please send us, send us emails, messages. We would love to interact. We'd love to get some of your questions answered. We would love to know what you guys want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Yay. Yay. Thanks, guys. Um, and you can support the podcast by shopping uh, rungallerygirls.com slash shop mm-hmm. or beautycounter.com slash rungallerygirls. And they have 30% off rates uh, yes. right now. Awesome Big sale gift right sets. Now. So, which is exciting. So, Yay. All right. Bye. We'll yeah. see you guys later. Happy running. Bye. Happy running. Oh, my gosh. Ah.